What is good, ladies and gentlemen? This is episode 72 of your mom's favorite threesome, and it's national championship night. Natty time. We are here recording uh, Monday night. We've got TCU Georgia about to um, set off in about 20 minutes or so. Uh, pretty excited, so we're going to break that game down. Um, last game of the year, not going to lie. A little sad, but a little, you know, pretty ready for this uh, college football season to be over. But we should have a pretty good game. Well, like I said, we'll talk about that, give our picks. Uh, I was already looking up way too early top twenty or twenty twenty three like top twenty five rankings. Yeah, today towards the end Who's of work. I mean, I'm just so ready for twenty twenty. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, OU's killing it in the recruiting. So uh, you know, picking up a couple more portal uh, guys and mm-hmm. um, depth is getting there, man. So it should be uh, next year should look pretty nice. But we'll we'll talk about that later. Um, in NFL playoffs are set. We could talk everything about that, including. Um, everything that went into this week, uh, emotional-wise, with the Bills and uh, everything that had taken place from that. But before we get to all that, guys, did you have a nice weekend? I did, yeah. You know, I didn't really, you know, just sat around and watched football. Uh, went saw or you know, what saw a new movie. You know, hung out. Didn't really do much. And was all right. I mean, yeah. Same shit, different weekend. You know, pretty much <laughs> worked. Stay grinding, uh, eh? Did get a day off Saturday, but I didn't. I didn't do much. I woke up, cooked breakfast, and just kind of chilled. Kind of felt a little off that day. So sometimes yeah. it's nice yeah. to just relax, you yeah. know. For sure. I was telling them about uh, your birthday last week. Yeah. Hmm. That's a good place to start. Because um, God damn it, Philly <laughs> man! I wasn't gonna let you get away with that. <laughs> you think you know a guy? <laughs> First off, let me get this straight. All right, you have you haven't come to any birthday thing I've done in a while. That's not true. That is so true. That is not. What'd you true. do last year? What'd you do last year for it? I can't remember. But what? I thought you went out of town. I was out of town. Yeah. So, yeah. so the year before. Because <laughs> no. I'm trying to remember what I did. I don't even right. know what I did the year before. Hmm. Um, but no, I I can't remember. I think I had a headache, dude. I had a freaking headache and I could not shake it, so I was just like, "It's okay, just." Uh, I only would have came for like forty-five minutes anyway. Just so. a wasted space in the uh, igloo, the only igloo. I'm right? sorry, that's bro. all good. Just dead space. I'll make it up to you. Mm-hmm. But uh, good, good catch there, Sam. Because I, I totally forgot. <laughs> now I'm upset again. So. No, yeah. Damn, Phillies. No, it, it was a good weekend. Didn't do anything too crazy, but yeah, I went out a little bit and. Went to uh, checked out a new bar uh, Sunday for football games. What's that? Uh, um, it's called O'Brien's. It's out out of 101st and Sheridan. Uh, our boy Ethan, his girls working there, picked up a couple shifts. Just I thought did. she was at a. Uh, well, she she still is, but she was working. At, she got asked to do some shifts there uh, once or twice a week there out there. Uh, really cool spot. Really really nice. Just opened here recently. You said 101st and Sheridan. The problem is it's at 101st and Sheridan, yeah. and a little too uh, a little too far for my blood. That's not too uh, far from where I live. But it was cool because like 250 beers, four dollar shots. That's tough to beat. I was just like, wow. Okay. You're like, like, well, you I like. Got, you got me. <laughs> you, you you know the way to my heart. So uh, sat out there, watched football yesterday, and that was a really good time. But um. Yeah, dude, it's weird. Football coming to an end here, you know. Obviously, we said college football last game here tonight. Mm-hmm. NFL's uh, playoffs are all set. Yeah. I, 
it was just weird. I will say this. Obviously, I'm still a little uh, a little butt hurt from fantasy oh, yeah. uh, standpoint. Where when I was watching the games the other day, it was like I didn't have any bets on the games or anything like that. So it was like I just didn't have the same allure from sure. from watching because fantasy's over. So you're like. Well, oh, I had some skin in the game yesterday. But well, yeah, I, I'm so, so yes. yes you, I had some you, still, you still had a little league going, which my condolences. Yeah, you know, it just sucks because I lost by 18, and my quarterback averages – he was averaging 24, 25 points a game. And so, who knows? But it is what it is. You know, was, my, I had other players that didn't step up. I mean, you know, I put in, uh, you know, DJ Moore. He has like 20 points. Three of the last four weeks, and what to get me two? Yeah, that's rough. And then, uh, and of course, the guy took him out for Jalen Wall. He only got ten. I mean, literally, you know, if Mike Evans would have shown me just a little bit before last weekend, I would have played him last weekend. But he literally got single digits for five straight weeks, no, I and I could not trust a guy who does that. Uh, it, you can't really trust Bucks at all right now. I mean, no kidding. Uh, it's they're all over the place, and yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't blame you on that. That's just a tough one to swallow. To yeah. swallow to know that's gone because obviously I won my fantasy championship last year with Chase going off. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, championship weekend going for forty six and a half points or whatever. Um, so yeah, to to have. Evans do that the week before and sitting on your bench. That's rough for you. Yeah, but, it was. It was. Yeah, but, it is what it is. I mean, you know, second place is nothing to scoff at. But it, no, well, it's well, not the money. Let me say this though. Like I said, I mean, put that. We've all kind of broke it down from a lot of different standpoints. Obviously, OU didn't have the season that we wanted. Uh, neither one of us are football champions. Nope. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that go into it. I'm just kind of ready for the year to be over, right? I'm yeah. ready to ride these playoffs and, and it, the NFL playoffs. It'll be nice, and tonight's game's going to be really good. So I am. There's things to be excited about, but I'm almost to a point where I'm just like, let's take a tea, let's take a tea, and let's regroup. Uh, and you know, for all next year, so. all 23, all 23, all our teams. I think we're all. I was just getting ready to say that we're all kind of in that. Looking forward to next year. Yep. Point. You guys with OU and the way they've been recruiting, and me and the NFL with the Bears and everything going on over there. Yep. I think we're all just none of our fantasy teams did anything we expected them to do. I think we're all wow. just kind of like fuck this. Let's move on to the next. Let's yep. keep it going. So. Well, let's finish up a college. Just go ahead and knock it out real quick. Uh, then we'll get to the NFL. Um, but tonight, obviously, ten or uh, TCU Georgia. Um, it seems like everybody's taking Georgia in this one, uh, for you know rightly so. I mean, mm-hmm. very skilled football team. Um, it, it really seems like they're going to have to make a lot of mistakes for TCU to be in this game. But at the same time, man, I, I just really, I'm really digging TCU and what I think they can do. I hope that they could go out there and play their their football. Um, that that spread offense should give Georgia some trouble in the secondary where they've struggled. Yep, I, I think with that and um, this this just this whole year. I mean, if you've watched a TCU game, you know what kind of football team this is, where they just don't give up. And I think if they get in there, and I think they're going to cause some turnovers. Um, I think they're going to be able to score some points. I do like the over in this. I think it was like 62 and a half, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do like points in this game. I think it's going to be a little bit of a shootout. Um, I'm riding, man. I'm taking TCU. Philly, um, who did you pick in the championship? 
Like when we did No, the Pickums. Who did you pick? Oh, I got Georgia. How many points did you put on? Oh, 43. You got Georgia? Oh, I'm going to win the Pickums, boys. <laughs> Is there any way if I pick TCU? No, there's no way. You're you're even if you get the 43, you're still Oh, uh, yeah. I've won Pickums, so. Yeah, you're right. Damn. So yeah, so, oh, the, so it don't matter. So, so the announcement that I have won pick up. So now it's just a matter there's of not voting behind Preston. Yep. So yeah, so and I will. And there's, <laughs> I mean, if Georgia wins, I will finish at 500 in these uh, the pickums. Hey, yeah. yeah. So uh, that's not bad. 21 and 21. Now, um, so do Preston. You said you took TCU. Yeah. I don't blame you. I kind of did this last year um, in the playoffs. You know, riding. You know, with uh, obviously. Uh, with, you know, taking the, uh, the semis, taking with Michigan. Um, I think TC is going to keep it close for a while. Actually, I think uh, I don't think they're going to. The problem is, is they can't get down big, and what I mean is like double digits, or like we mentioned with the past game, the running game for Georgia. Uh, with what we talked about with Michigan's running game, Georgia's running game, they're just going to milk clock. They're going to take time. They're going to work it. If George, if TCU's run defense can play like they did last. Uh, uh, in the semi against Michigan, that is going to be huge. Now, on the flip side, TCU's going to have to run the ball and run the ball decently well to have that balance in that offense because that's going to open up the pass game. If Georgia makes them one-dimensional, then I think TCU's in big trouble. Um, I don't think that's going to happen. I think TCU's going to find some success on the ground. I think it's going to be a, a close game. I think Georgia will pull way late. I like Georgia in this 31-21. All right. Antoine? Uh, I really just don't know how to judge TCU and the things they're doing right now. Um, other than saying that they obviously have a high-powered offense, I think it's going to come down, if they have a chance in this game, I think it's going to come down to more of their defense making big stops against Georgia. Um, because, yes, Georgia had a good showing. They had a high-powered offense against uh, Ohio, Ohio State. State. But I don't think it's something that we've seen all year. Um, I think their defense has definitely been the focal point of that team and their success. Um, but I think that Georgia knows how to win, man. They know how to win. They have the experience. They have the talent. They have the, 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 the game plan. I can't really tell you how this game is going to play out because I'm just it's, – it's, it's a really good offense against a really good defense, and I'm just trying to figure out who's going to get the upper hand. And I, if I had to – if I had, if I'm putting my money on, I'm putting on Georgia. So um, I'm going to go Georgia. I think it's going to be a close game. Um, close half, and I think Georgia's going to take away, like start to pull off in the second half. Mm-hmm. And I think they might, if they rattle TCU consistently throughout that that first half, I think I'm going to go 34 17. I think you Georgia. brought. I think you bring up a good point in the just the stage of all this. You know, Georgia's been here before. Yeah. You know, TCU obviously they showed how they can play on the semifinal stage, but now they are on the big stage. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be interesting to see when the lights get really bright to see how they handle uh, any pressure that is put on them. Um, Mm -hmm. Because they've kind of been like under the radar this entire – They've been been pressure cooker's team. They've been a pressure cooker team all year. 
having to you know getting themselves behind and having to play from behind quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's the regular season. Like I said, if they if they play from behind on Georgia and keep it you know relatively close, like single digits. You know, three points, seven points, I think they'll be in good shape. But if they start getting down 10, 14 points and they're having to start really, you know, putting – Digging their, in. Yeah, digging in and they're really having to, mm-hmm. you know, try to, you know, find, you know, different ways. You, they're putting the pressure on themselves. Then I think that's where a breaking point could happen. Because even, even against Michigan, they were never down that game. Mm-mm. You know, all they had to do was keep adding on to what they already built. Yep. Right? So – and yeah, every we, time yes, Michigan we saw answered. them. Yes, Michigan answered. Michigan could have easily. They always, they Michigan always had beat an themselves. For, Michigan right. every time TCU, uh, every time Michigan responded and made it close, TCU always had an answer. Right, yep. which, which is not what we've seen from this TCU Mm-mm. team this year. They've been the team playing from behind. They're the team that's having to uh, make up for the mistakes that they made and get back in games. Exactly. So let me ask you this: so, run game wise, you'd say. Michigan had a pretty good run def- or run offense this year, right? Yeah. Right. I Their best back was out. Let's not forget well, I, that. Donovan Edwards, Donovan Edwards is not anybody to scoff at. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, so what I will say with that, yes, obviously it could be a completely different game had they had their back, but let's not let's not lie. I mean, TCU dominated on run defense. They right? dominate in the trenches. I oh mean, yeah, for sure. And so if they can go out and do the same exact thing in this game tonight mm-hmm. and control and make Bennett beat you with his arm, I'm telling you, man, the dude's going to turn the ball over. Uh, I, I'm saying he's throwing at least two interceptions tonight. I think the this defense that they, that TCU plays, um, something very similar was Missouri. Uh, same kind of style defense um, TCU plays as Missouri did, and it gave Georgia a bunch of fits. I, I really think that they're going to struggle offensively. Um, we'll able, they will be able to put up some points, um, just too much star power, and I, I wouldn't even be surprised if they score on defense uh, or special teams. Yep. Uh, I think that's something that could definitely play. I'm telling you right now, for whatever reason, I think we're looking at kind of like almost like a team of destiny kind of thing with TCU. Um, I like them 38-28. I think they, they get it done. They pull away. They uh, I, I don't know. I, I think Like I said, I think it's close most of this game. But Georgia's going to put themselves in some bad spots. Like I said, the key turnovers and, and just not be able to get out of the hole. I just think that the – I will say this for uh, the X factor for Georgia on offense will be Brock Bowers. Yeah. Brock Bowers, uh, you know, uh, in the seam or in the flats making plays, he can do what they lack in, like, speed uh, burners on the outside um, for receiving this season. They make up with those kind of plays. And Brock Bowers is definitely someone, when it comes – when push comes to shove and he needs – and uh, Bennett's going to need a secu- his security blanket to make big plays, Brock Bowers could be that guy that does that for them. And I think that will be – I think he'll end up making a big play late. And that's – so that's where I think they pull away. But I agree with everything you said. I think if TCU can control the line of scrimmage on both sides, you know, I, it's going to be a tough task with that defensive front with uh, Georgia, especially with J, uh, Jalen Carter in the uh, middle. But if they can do that and they can have some success – I'm not saying that they need to run for 200 yards in this game. But if they run for, I would say, 120 – one thirty, one two backs with both backs. Yeah, I think, and then you, of course you mix in Duggan. But I mean, if they do that, then I mean, TC's got a shot, man. 
13 yeah. and a half I think, points. I man. think TC. That's, I think, just, that's just stealing. One thing about Jordan, this game is I feel like Michigan kind of went in there, not necessarily overlooking TCU, but I think they came in there with too much confidence, like, oh, we probably got this one in the bag. Right? And I don't think Georgia's doing that. Georgia is not doing that. I don't think they're here to play with TCU. I don't think they want to look how they looked against Georgia or against uh, Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're coming out to play. And I, that's why if, if you had to give Georgia's defense, and I know it's pretty stout, what would you say their weak point is in their defense? It has to be the secondary. The secondary, um, right? Yeah. I would say that. And you would say that week, TCU has an elite passing game? I don't know if I would say elite I think they have a very, I'd say they a strong, have a strong, a strong passing game. Passing game with Barber, you know, in the slot, and then of course you got Quentin Johnson on the. the that's that another, would be my the that matchup. Would be the, there is yes. Healy Ringo versus uh, Quentin Johnson. That's that would be my focal point. That's what because you guys are talking running, and I get it. Running opens up passing, all of those different things. But that would be something I would pay attention to. Yeah, because. Uh, I feel like TCU against Michigan did a lot of downfield passes, a lot of big plays. Is a lot. A lot of, that game was nuts, by yeah. the way. Right? That was probably the best game throughout the all of the bowl games. I mean, both of, both those playoff games were just insane. Oh yeah, both of them were crazy. Yeah, yeah but um, yeah, I would say I would pay attention to that matchup. I would pay attention to that secondary pass game matchup uh, and see what can happen. If TCU could find a way to continually exploit that secondary. We might be talking about something else. I will say this too: If I mean if Preston's right, and Betts and, and Sets and Bennett does turn the ball over a couple times, uh, then that I mean that's if TCU wins a turnover battle, and you know with that running game and they can hit some big plays, then yeah, TCU has a legit shot. Yeah, but also, Georgia's going to put that pressure. Georgia's going to put that pressure on Duncan, bro. Yeah, they're going to put that pressure on Duncan. He's never been here. He's never been on this stage. He's. I will say if there's a never seen this. There's like oh. a secret playbook that Garrett Riley and Sonny Dykes had that have, you know, some you know kitchen sink plays. Obviously, tonight's the night to pull that out. Yeah, I um, I'll, I'll tell you <laughs> one of the things that just concerned me here. Wow, eh? The horn frog. I don't know if how I feel about that, but oh god, not the Lee Corso taking TCU. Oof, um, they could get him a horn mascot head. My big thing here, man, is I just think that Ohio State should have beaten Georgia, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if a lot, of, there's a couple plays in that game that completely changed the, the uh, whole outcome of that game. You know, if Harrison stays in that game, he continues to cook Georgia, and Georgia's sitting at home right now. Yeah, I, I just, in my opinion, the the big play for TCU is going to be there tonight. It's just whether they can capitalize on it. Um, and I, I just think there's, they're going to make more big plays than Georgia will. And um, I, I, this whole TCU against the world thing, too, I, I think doesn't hurt. Now, obviously, I think Kirby Smart's one of the better coaches in the in football, obviously. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got his team back-to-back national champions. He's telling these guys, you know, everyone's pumping us up, but, you know, we haven't won shit. Essentially, and you know, look at how we looked. He'll he'll have the them game. he'll have them ready. I mean, there's no doubt about that. I'm not, I'm not doubting that. And he's gonna throw some stuff in the in the game that TCU had, didn't see on film. I just think if I'm te- if I'm Georgia, I'm telling them guys, we're the better team. Let's go out there and play like it, and just get the job done. But ultimately, like I said, I, I just think Bennett makes mistakes, and uh, TCU gets the dub. So, you guys, uh. 
Sorry, I was really trying to get a prop bet in before the game. Oh, no worry. I mean, 13 and, a half, 13 and a half points, that's just, that yeah. is almost stealing. Well, I, man, you know, there's just a few different things I like on this. But uh, I, I just can't believe no one's giving. Now, don't get me wrong. Could this game get completely out of hand and Georgia run away with it? A hundred percent. Sure. There's no doubt in my mind. The that talent I, finally that, shows that up. I think that that yeah. could definitely happen. I just, I like, you know, finally I get on the Michigan train. And give them the respect, and I just think if if they're hanging with Michigan, um, I just think that they can play with Georgia. I just I see it. there's a lot of similarities Wait, there. Did you pick TC to beat uh, Michigan? No, I did. Okay, but I just mean like I, I, I give like, I gave them props props as far as like okay, this team really is talented. Yeah, it makes sense now why they beat Ohio State. I, I they just earned my respect. Sure, I okay, I'm, I get you. I'm, now. I'm looking at this Georgia team though, and I just feel like. Every time we pick against them, right? I mean, Tennessee, the Tennessee game. Tennessee we, game. Yeah, picked against and, them, and, yeah. and we keep comparing this Georgia team to how good last year's team was. That, yeah, the defense and we're not especially. understanding that they lost a lot of players. And to come, bounce back with a new team, essentially. Not not a entirely new team, obviously. Sure. But bounce back with a new team to be 14-0 and 0 and still competing for the championship. Yes. Ohio State – did exactly what they were supposed to do, right? Mm-hmm. We talked about it all year, how potent Ohio State offense is, and they had every chance to win that game. And like you said, Preston, it just feels like, you know, you're saying the same thing about TCU. It just feels like they have that magic and everything's pointing their way. I mean, you can say the same thing yeah, about what happened with the Georgia-Ohio State game. Yeah. You could say the same thing when they, you know, went into the the Tennessee game and everybody was picking Tennessee and they went out there and blew their ass out. It's just like Georgia just knows how to get it done. And I feel like they have a fire under their ass. And when you have a 14-0 team go out there with a fire under their ass, bro, it's just if they put it all together, it's over with. Well, this is what this is what's going to separate. This is what this is what's going to make Georgia that next step into that really into that Bama level is that if you, you know, putting this kind of you have all the talent you know, it's putting the games together. It's what Bama used to do, and in and some of those games, they just shut the door and they just send them home packing quick. Oh yeah. Best so if Georgia, I mean Georgia could does does that, then they are truly on that level of where I mean, we, it seems like they're they're on the doorstep of being where that the Bama level. Georgia really is. and it's crazy because Bama normally has a. I'm, I don't even try to cut you, no, but good. Bama normally has a top tier quarterback, right. right, leading them to these champions. Georgia got Bennett Stinson. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, they had uh, – was it Greg McElroy led him to a championship, didn't he? Yeah. I mean, look, AJ, don't get me wrong. I, AJ McCarron was, in a, was a pretty good quarterback. Yeah. Um, I definitely think he's better than Stetson Bennett. Um, but, I mean, it's all – but these teams, it was the team around them that made, you know, made the plays more than – I mean, they, they had to make plays, but – when it came down to it, the defense, the run game, yeah. those were making the plays. Hey, if Georgia wins tonight, they are the standard of college football. Oh. I don't think there's any doubt about it. It's no longer saying Bama this, Bama that. It's Georgia. Oh, yeah. I mean, Bama's – I mean, I don't think you could just write Bama no, off. No, no, write them off. Trust me, they are – I mean, There's always changing. Next year. There's always changing, no, of, the there's no, changing of the guards. There's always changing of the guards. Georgia's doing what they're supposed to be doing. Kirby yeah. Smart is taking advantage of the opportunity. These are the best teams he's had in a really long time. And he's like, 
winning with them like he's supposed to. That's what I'm saying. They're right? rewriting so, what the standard is. And yeah. I mean, LSU did it one year recently. What, yeah. was, what year was that? 2020? Uh, 20, yeah. 2019? Well, 20, well, 2019, that's also like, 2019? that's also one of the greatest teams. Yeah, I mean, that yeah, all that's all time. That's what I mean. It's like, they, it could be <laughs> but, rewritten every year. I think no, Bama's just no, I, I don't think it be rewritten every year. I think Bama is the standard. Georgia is just changing the game. Um, because, let's not forget, I mean, the, Georgia hasn't been no, you know, slump even before winning the national championship. They've no. been good the last few they've years. They've always been, yeah, they've always it, been it just, well, since Kirby 17, Smart has they've taken been considerably, yeah. it, they've been in the playoff. Yeah. It seems like almost every year. Yeah, Kirby it, Smart went Georgia's, to the Illuminati and was like, hey, look, I need to win. Yeah, Kirby's <laughs> just taken to that next level now. <laughs> yes. And that this is kind of the way you build a program. Yeah. So, um, ultimately, can't wait. It's going to be a fun game. Yeah. Um, all I got to say is, uh, let's go Horn Frogs. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm picking. I'm picking Georgia to win, but I I would like to see TC win. There you go. Uh, before we get into before we leave college, real quick, because I mean, this really probably will be. I mean, unless we come back, we'll talk about the game, you know, next week or something. I mean, how cool is it to see a bunch of these like players coming back for next year? A little surprised. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I was going to touch. We'll probably touch more on it once. You know, everyone, especially after these two big teams, Mm -hmm. get through theirs and see who comes back and whatnot. But, yes, obviously there's been some surprises today. Uh, Well, just in the last few days. But today, you know. um, Blake Coram saying coming coming back. Blake Coram coming back. I'm like, that's insanity to me. But, you know, I want to improve his draft stock. I mean, I I, I get it, I guess. Well, I I think because of the – I think they were saying because by the time he recovers, he's already going to miss the combine. Pro day would probably be up in the air. Right. So basically, it would just be going off his season. I know, but man. Which his season was spectacular. Spectacular. I, I mean, mean, he was, in my I mean, he was like, if Bijan was the best running back in college football, he was like 1B. Right. What running backs are just that one position for me that I'm like, I'm completely okay if you leave. Oh, I agree. I just get it. You know, you don't have a long, uh, you know, shelf life. And it's like, if you want to go ahead and get started on it, go for it. Oh, I agree. And after coming off to you know a serious injury and everything like that, it's like, man, you, you think you might want to just go ahead and hop into the NFL and, and get right there and do your thing. But coming back next year, obviously that makes Michigan uh, you know scary good next year too. So I, well, yeah, and that's and so Are they, aren't they going to get in, aren't they in trouble for something? Though? Harbaugh's in trouble. There's there's a lot of stuff obviously still on the table because now Harbaugh's people are saying that Harbaugh now. might leave. You know, I mean, that was gonna be my that was gonna be my next it, that was gonna be my next segue into is that how much I mean obviously things change. I mean because this has all been set up by Harbaugh. Right. Harbaugh leaves, then things might change for Michigan. Oh, for sure. Hundred percent. I, mean, I think they're in a good spot to where they got that recruiting thing going again. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, really keeping their uh, Michigan guys in state, um, all that, but yeah, I mean a new coach. I mean you just never know what you're going to get. You Would know? it be I mean, smart? I mean, let's let's think about this real quick. You look at the teams that have been. I mean, obviously the Panthers said that they weren't going to go after Hart. They said that wasn't going to happen. So now you're talking about Denver. Um, who knows about Denver? I mean Arizona. Arizona just fired. I mean I we're talking say, more about this. I was going to yeah. That's Arizona would be right there. I mean, but my thing is that. With what he's got coming, because I mean, I can say right now, you look at the preseason. I mean, good chance Michigan might not be any lower than two or three next season in the preseason I'd say top rankings. Top three, yeah. Um, I mean, 
what is going to be better? I just think that Michigan would be a better. I mean, it's just a better setup. If he's in trouble, then he might get. They've already said suspension for a couple games. Yeah. I mean, he misses a couple games, which guess what? Those are going to be against those podunks. Yeah. They probably no scheduled big deal. Preseason or in the uh, non-conference. As long as there's no postseason bans or anything like that, then yeah. I just think that Michigan's just a better setup for him right now. I, I I agree with you, but I feel like. Every single year we have this conversation about if Harwell is going back to the NFL. It's only a matter of time, dude. It's only but if he looks at and yeah. if he looks at his situations right now, if he if he got a serious offer from the Cardinals, I think he would go. I think if you look at that team and you look at the tools that they have, they are on the track to be a better team than they have played. Oh yeah. And I think the last time Jim Harbaugh went to he coached in the NFL. Team? He coached to he coached the Niners, right? Yeah. And he had a mobile quarterback, Colin Kaepernick. He went to the Super Bowl. I think if you look, Kyler's better than Colin. Here's the right? thing. So, <laughs> for his style, is that the best team, or is it? Yes. Honestly, no. Look or at is the it the Colts? The Colts, to me, for his style of offense, they get a quarterback in the draft. I mean, they, the but Harbro seems to like that mobile quarterback. So they look could at trade up and draft Bryce Look Young. at the guy on Michigan. Trade up and Bri- trade up and get Bryce Young. Yeah, they should trade up. I think we should. They, <laughs> sh- they should for sure trade well, up. Obviously, we're get. obviously we're getting into it now. <laughs> yeah. so let's so, uh, they, really yeah, they should so for here's, sure. Trade here's up. the deal. So yes, Antoine, congratulations, first pick in the draft. You should be thanking Lovey Smith. Hey, it doesn't matter. You're in a great spot. Yeah, yeah. you absolutely should. No, be I'm like no, bro. I'm I'm not saying I'm not geeked, but. I think when you're when you're me, you have to understand that the Bears will. You just have find this a way to screw it up. <laughs> imp- yeah, like there there's something that's good. Like shit's just too good. Yeah, we just we we have over 120 million dollars of cap space. We have the number one dra- draft pick. It's like no things are all. It's just we got a decent, we have a quarterback that we feel like we can invest our future yeah. in as, as long as we get on weapons and protection. It's a lot like of good bro, things going there for sure. I don't know. Just kind of My like, big thing is, I'm telling you right now, first call needs to be the Colts. You know, you really have to sell that number one pick because you got to find it because they don't need it, right? I mean, they found their quarterback. No, they don't. You, need you don't. It. You don't need to draft a quarterback. Yeah. So you put yourself in a very people good are, position with know that. first pick, right? And so there's going to be whether you get Will Anderson or whether you get name. Jalen Carter. Jalen Carter. Yeah, Jalen Carter. The uh, top three are going to be Jalen Carter, Will Anderson, and then Miles Murphy. Yeah, Miles Murphy up there. Uh, you know, you're going to have selections past the first pick. I want no to matter who who got taken. Right. The problem is t- Texans know you don't need a quarterback, so they have to be willing to trade up to the one from two, which is you know you're thinking in that spot, unless they just fall absolutely head over heels for Bryce Young. And think that even if someone takes them at one, uh, they still got Will uh, Levis. I mean, we, Philly, I do you know what pick the, the Texans have in the second round? Uh, they should have like the thirty. What the thirty second pick? The, the Texans do. I have no idea. Oh, I'm just, I, was, I mean, my guess is if how it I falls, would, um, I, it's going to be how. I mean, the Bears. So like the draft. So they would have. The I'm sorry. The Bears would have the 32nd. I think the Texans should have the 33rd. No, no I would be okay if we traded for the second Bears and the 33rd pick. Bears traded away that pick, though. Well, no, that, well, yes, I'm so sorry. the Ravens have or no, the, the Steelers, Steelers have. Steelers have. Yes, yes. Yeah. So I would be okay with that. that so the Steelers don't get their. That should have been a protected. It's funny how that all works. But so anyway. I would say the Texans would have the. Uh, 
33rd pick. Then. Right. So, so they have the I would second, be okay. 12th, and 33rd pick. I would be okay with the second and 33rd pick. I feel like that's fair. For the number one pick, you get your quarterback out of – you get Bryce Young. You get your quarterback of the future. You can start building your team however you want to build your team. Deshaun Watson's loss wouldn't even be a thing anymore because I think Bryce Young is going to be NFL ready, to be honest with you. So I would be okay if the Bears traded that pick, even though you're, you're going to say, like, I, I get it. You don't need a quarterback. And I know other teams know that as well, but it's just like you have this opportunity to move up to guarantee him, to guarantee getting him. I don't know. So I, I, I guess I guess from Texans' point of view, the Bears aren't going to draft him, so they're probably looking like, well, we're chilling at number two anyway. Yeah. So, but they have to keep an eye on who's going to trip him. Here's my other thing. Yeah. Is, I'm not understanding some of these services that have Will Levis as the number two quarterback. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. The dude's the dude's he's a strong kid. He's got a big arm, quick release. But I watched a lot of those Kentucky games, mm-hmm. and I saw a lot of times where he just is like, I mean, does this he, is it? Does he look like Josh Allen? No, he does not look like Josh. Allen. Not Josh, look like, but, but I mean, like on no. the field. I mean, Josh, maybe that's why. Josh out no it, the, 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 the comps between there's no comp between Josh Allen and Will Levis. Okay, that's not the comp. I mean. I don't know what they're comparing him to, but I mean, with Josh Allen leaves with some of those highlights. One, you saw that he could throw the ball in Wyoming cold, about a country mile. Yeah. I mean, Will Levis does have a quick release. Don't get me wrong, and he did do some good things, but I'm just not seeing how he should be. At least I don't know see how he's ahead of CJ Stroud. Yeah, I don't see, think CJ Stroud. I think it's Bryce Young, CJ Stroud. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah if here's here's my whole thing with that is I see I'm not sold on Levis either, and I'm like. As uh, you know, chairing for the Colts here, I'm like, I need them to get their quarterback. Are you though? See, you know, it is what it is. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about the fandom. In a, we'll talk about the fandom here in a second. I'm right? saying. I will say. I mean, I, I would not blame Preston from taking a year off after they hired Justin. Just everything. Coach. It's really been the last few years. Yeah. But anyway, um, I'm thinking if I am the Colts, though, it's like, man, I feel like you got to lock down your guy, someone who can. Be a, a guy who turns that around, be explosive. The only issue is Bryce Young. I mean, he's five nine, right? We're really learning how little guys aren't translating very well in the, in the uh, NFL. Because even the, now that what was really hurt everything is Russell Wilson playing awful now in uh, with the Broncos, and you start thinking, man, how many years was he protected with Seattle? Because what during that run there was four years he had the top defense in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know you just, just start thinking about you. Like, okay, well then you know obviously Baker. I mean you know not living well that uh, Kyler still got a lot of questions. Now he's gonna have to play with through injury plus being a short guy. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know I mean it's just. There's a lot of questions. That, well, I hate to say it, but it's just true. And it's like when you're evaluating those things, I mean, they're saying like um, Bryce Young is like a true like five nine, five nine and a half. He's listed as six foot, and everyone's like, "There's no way." Well, he stood next to Mark Ingram during an interview after the uh, the Sugar Bowl win. Yeah. I mean, like 
there was not much height difference between no. the two of them. See, and that's where you're just like, man, that that's there's some issues there. So he's probably now, a that, solid five ten. But, but hey, but he's exciting. He has he's, that. He, he really does have that it factor. Yes, exactly. And I'm like, I you almost got to risk it for that. And I, I buy into that stock on that. And that's where I'm like, if I'm the Colts, I'm calling the Bears. I'm making it happen. I'm getting that pick. Yeah, I would. I what mean, picks do the, the Colts have? Number four. Okay. What 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 pick do they have in the second round? They would have the so there's they didn't trade the second round so, pick. No, they still have it. So it'd be about the thirty thirty fifth pick. Yeah, so I'll take it. I'll take a four and thirty five because we don't need. I just, dude, the Bears have just found its ways. I don't know, bro. I just we don't. The Bears don't need. I'll take a fourth and a thirty five. I'm I mean, cool with that. First, first, first. I'm cool pick, with that. First pick, getting the first pick since nineteen forty seven. Uh, and we're gonna fuck it up. <laughs> I just don't think you guys are. I just think you, if you you play the cards right, I mean, I think tra- obviously now you look at anything. There all there's only two options: either A, you do draft Jalen Carter with the first pick, or B, you trade it. And I think the logical probably answer now is to do B and trade the pick. They yeah. better trade the pick. Yeah, they got like to. everybody's excited. Like, oh yeah, we got the number. Bro, who are we? Who who do you want them to draft at number one? I mean, Jalen Carter's Jalen Carter's the only one. I was just yeah, saying, right. That's it, what I'm saying. That's bro. not like, a bad. I mean, like, no, that's not a bad stuck, number one. But do you think with that? Do you think we can get him at four? Absolutely. I mean, three. So, so maybe. let's see. No, I th- I think uh, Arizona would take him at three. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah, you got to protect yourself there, not risk that. So we shouldn't go no. farther than 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 two. Right. So that sounds like the Texans. <laughs> well, what is I mean? That, that I, honestly, like for me, it's the Texans and Colts. Those mm-hmm. those are the two teams you're trading. Yeah, with. and it just depends on how bad the Texans. Well, hey, just want. They, well, I mean, yeah, Texans, because here's Texans, the deal. Because hey, hey if the Colts, Brown. if the Colts and um, Houston are one and two, they're taking quarterbacks. Both those teams are. Yeah. Which means at three, there's going to be a defensive guy, and whether you get Will Anderson. Um, I, I don't think that's a loss if you get Will Anderson. Will Anderson's a stud. I mean, he's a stud. Clearly, a guy everyone was saying number one last year on. You know, he didn't have an amazing year this year, but still a guy who's a game changer and would be electric on that Bears team. So, I mean, you're you're sitting gold, man. I mean, yeah, we're getting we're getting a defensive player. I'm pretty excited. I mean, I'm almost excited for you because I'm just like the, the Bears are in such a good spot going into the off season. <sighs> Where they so can change much. things around so and uh, much cap, make some bro. stuff happen. So. so much cap round. It's yeah. just like, what are we gonna do? That's why I'm nervous. It's like we just have. It's just too much to fuck up. Yeah. But it's also a lot to where we can get better. But it's also a lot to where we can just fuck up. I was going to take. I want to take. We hired Jordan Love, quarterback Montgomery coach, at the offensive coordinator. Just want to throw that out there. Huh? Where's Montgomery at on his contract? Is he, Montgomery? Still, is he still on a rookie deal? Yeah. He's on a rookie deal. I mean, here's the thing, too. Let's not. You could. You, they could always evaluate to see, like, where. Uh, with Arizona. Now, granted, you two would be battling. No, nah, that's not smart because they both would be going after defense players now. Of course, it depends on where they. What they think of either Jalen Carter yeah, or they think they of Will Anderson. I mean, I wouldn't. It would. If I was the Bears, I'd probably would gauge their. What their. You know, their interest at because they had the third. The third pick and the thirty-fifth pick. You trade those. You guys get those, and you still could get. Say they maybe they like Will Anderson a lot more than they do uh, Jalen Carter, and they go after uh, Will Anderson. And so then you have then you get Jalen Carter at three, and you get their thirty-fifth pick. 
Yeah, I think I'm I'm okay. I just feel like I know I said we should get the second and twelfth pick. That's not realistic, I don't think. But like I I'm a, I just feel like if we're trading the number one, we should at least get a second round pick. Yeah, with it. I, I I don't. I think the Texans would be smart to not give up that twelfth pick. No, they if but if they do, I'll I'll take their second round pick. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. I'll take the second round pick, yeah. especially right there. We can you can definitely get solid talent. Yeah. Yeah. At that pick, so well, we'll wait and see how that all plays out because uh, obviously we'll start hearing a lot of rumors of who's moving where and mm-hmm. all that stuff over the next. I don't few think weeks. it's going to happen until after the combine. Though, is right? it? Oh no, yeah, I mean, yeah. The, But the stuff will start. That's happening when they. That's now. when they start I mean, really start is, falling in love with certain guys. Yeah, like exactly. Like and, and there'll be names popping up out of nowhere. You're like, who the yeah. heck is this? You know, yeah, no kidding. All stuff. So, uh, you know, oh, they scored well because they got big hands. It's <laughs> kind of what happened with Trayvon Walker last year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, he wasn't exact. He wasn't everybody's like their top choice for the number one pick. And then right. he had a great combine. He had a great pro day. And then all of a sudden, he just starts taking off with Jacksonville. And actually, I mean, Jacksonville. He had a great year with Jacksonville. Yeah, he did. Uh, let's go ahead and get kicked off with the playoffs talk. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do want to just say, obviously, everything has ha- uh, since our last podcast. Um, you never want false starts to start the game, boys. No. Let's, let's get this together. And no Kendra Miller for the uh, to start off with the T- with TC. So that's going to be yep. something to keep an eye on. Yep. Um, but yeah, since um, since our last podcast, a lot has happened. Um, I, you know, Buffalo has been at center stage with how everything has played out. Mm-hmm. Um, what a s- intro to that game the other night. No kidding. Uh, you know they. Um, Hines returns that kickoff, and it just looked like the team needed it. I mean, you looked at the sidelines, and everyone is super just pumped up and excited. Ooh, got to hit that. Ooh, got to hit that. Got to hit that. The the sidelines super pumped up and just ready to go, and just it was like almost a breath breath of fresh air. Yeah. Well, um, it's like finally, you know, it's like you know we've gotten past this nightmare of what's happened with Demar Hamlin. Um, and we can kind of, kind of have fun again. Yep. And it kind of, it, like I said, the breath of fresh air at the stadium. It just everybody, and it just didn't seem like every. It just seemed like everybody that you know really enjoys NFL football that watched that. It just seemed like, you know, it was just like I said, breath of fresh air. It's just like now we're we're back to football. You know, we're back to you know, ha- you know, not thinking about this you know terrible tragedy because also too. Mar Hamlin's progress has been substantial. Yep, got, since got released from the hospital mm-hmm. today. He FaceTimed the team before their game. Mm-hmm. You know, was able to watch their game. So, I mean, all just you know, nothing but good things been going on. So, uh, yeah, it's it was an, it was insane. I mean, I don't think you could have scripted it any better. Yep. So Buffalo takes care of uh, you know uh, Pats. the Pats able to put themselves in position. Obviously, now they have Miami going into uh, the playoffs here and uh, the wild card round. Um, depending on quarterback here at Miami, I think is the only way that this game is any interesting. Whether I agree, it's going to be 100%. interesting at all, whether Tua gets in or, or if uh, we're just seeing uh, another Skyler Thompson, Skyler Thompson uh, game. You know, it's just... I, I don't know. I, Buffalo's put themselves. This is the closest thing you could feel to like almost. I hate to say a first round buy, but if you're not getting the one seed, boy, you're in a good position right now to yeah. uh, to get Miami, who seems to be uh, you know going down. Yeah, that was an ugly ass win they got against the Jets. 
Um, yeah, if there's no Tua, then there's no. I just don't think see how there's any chance for Miami. Now Miami's defense, you know, they 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 can hold up their own, but at the same time too, that offense just looks completely stagnant without Tua in there. So if there's no Tua, then yeah, I have a hard time believing that uh, they're gonna really have a chance against Buffalo. I'm going Buffalo. It's not even close. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't even Next need question. to sit there <laughs> and debate no, on it because. I think we know what we want to see in the cha- the AFC Championship. Yeah. We know the matchup we all want to see. So, yeah, and I think it's the po- it's, I think it's the best possibility. Is oh, let's go by the, the Bengals let's, are kind of let's run down the let's run down the schedule. Yeah, um, started. I mean, if you got you had the times and everything. Uh, I don't have the times. I, yet. Okay, I got it right here. Okay, yeah. So Saturday, first game of the playoffs is going to be Seahawks Niners at three thirty. Um, Seattle, congratulations, you got in. Uh, I think this is an incredibly tough matchup. Yeah, <laughs> Niners. I'm telling you right now. Obviously, I had uh, I had the Niners um, in the NFC Championship um, as my prediction before the year started. Would, did not feel this good the, back then as I do now about yeah, no them. Kidding, yeah. Um, because this team, the Georgia fall started too to start yeah, the game. This team just looks absolutely stacked. Uh, it just seems like every time they put a guy in, in position, uh, you know, th- they they move pieces around so well for success. And obviously now they're going to be getting um, – what's his name back? I mean, Debo. He, Debo. Uh, did he play any on Sunday? I, I, I he was available to play. I was going to say, I was, yeah, I don't, I don't think he played any. I, I didn't get to see all that game, but I don't think he played any. I think you got a fresh Debo coming back ready to go. And um, it's so it's crazy, bro. You look at this team; they lost two quarterbacks. Oh, they're in their third team for a period of time. Yeah. Period and, of time, and they're still as good. Well, this past That's game crazy. is crazy. This past game to me is, I mean, it's it's weird how crazy this past game looks. So much better with Brock Purdy back there than it has with Garoppolo or uh, obviously Trey Lance. Here's the other thing too: we're talking about teams that needing quarterbacks. I mean, I already started thinking Jimmy G and Trey Lance are probably both going to be available going into next year. Um, so these teams that don't win on a draft pick, I mean, those are two decent quarterbacks. Do you think they're releasing Trey Lance? Like, I, obviously, they'll keep one of the, the two. I think they'll keep um, Trey Lance. Cause I, I think, think Jimmy G has have, been, been the answer of saying, yeah, I got to get – but at the same time, it's like – Trey Lance might be the the name the hot name to be able to use towards something because uh, I mean Purdy really seems to be the guy. Yeah, That's he crazy. just he's so confident in this offense. I mean, you just look at it. You just just look at. I mean, Ayuk looks so much better. In this mm-hmm. off- I mean, clearly George Kittle looks. I mean, seven touchdowns in the last say, four games. He's been exploding. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and of course, then you add in. Oh, by the way, one reason why they've won ten, their last ten games: Christian McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Brock Purdy has brought another element to this team that, I mean, let's be honest, we're Big 12 guys, never would have said this. Nope. After watching Brock Purdy at Iowa State. Absolutely not. I mean, because this is a completely different guy, and that tends to happen in college. I mean, I think we all thought Justin Herbert wasn't going to be what Justin Herbert was after watching him at Oregon, and that's changed. But, I mean, it just this offense just looks so much better, and I agree. I think they're going to keep Trey Lance because I think Shanahan could come up with some Really great packages with Trey Lance and his athleticism. Um, once he gets past his injury, but uh, yeah, I mean, this team is just rolling right now, and i i can't I can't say that they couldn't go into Lincoln uh, Field and the NFC Championship and beat. I, they definitely could beat the Eagles in Philly. 
I don't disagree. I don't disagree. Um, so I guess we're all going Niners on this. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. go Niners. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's, this is good for the Seahawks after the whole Russell Wilson debacle. No one picked them to be here. Yeah, especially, no one, especially since Geno passed his record. Yeah, broke his, which is broke insane. His single to me. Season. That's crazy, right? But uh, I mean, they're ten. They're uh, San Fran's ten point favorites. I think San Fran probably wins this. I'm gonna say. I got to. I'll say thirty. I'll say thirty-four seventeen. Thirty-four seventeen. I, I mean, that seems really good. Um, I like I like Niners enough to. Uh, thirty-four seventeen. I'm gonna go. Man, oh, that's a good score. Uh, I'm gonna go thirty-one fourteen. Damn, thirty-one fourteen. Uh, I'll go twenty-eight fourteen. Okay. The night game on Saturday, which is, I think, a completely smart move by the NFL. Chargers-Jaguars, and which could be one of the funner matchups in the uh, – oh, wow. That was just way too easy. That was wow, way that was too easy. Great play, though. So, that was a great call. Not a, not a great start, boys, for, um, for me. Chargers-Jaguars, revenge game for the Chargers because the Jaguars beat that ass earlier in the season. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I like this game quite a bit. Uh, Chargers are a one point favorite. I don't. I think I'm. I think I'm gonna ride with the home team. I'm gonna go Jaguars in this. I just think they're playing really good I'm football right now. I'm not mad at you for that, bro. I mean, I'm don't get me wrong. Mad. I think that now, Brandon Staley, as it's been said by many other podcasts, is the dumbest coach in football. Um, leaving his starters in way too long in a meaningless game against Denver. It does sound like Mike Williams is gonna play, um, but. Uh, I just think I just like what the Jaguars are doing more right now, yeah, than what uh, the Chargers are. So uh, I like the charge. I like this being a really good game. Actually, it might be a high scoring game. I'm going to say 38-31. I'm telling you, I'm right there with you. Um, I just haven't been a Chargers believer this entire year. I know they're starting to get things back on um, offense. On offense, yeah. Well, honestly, defensively, they've played a little better. Well, as long um, as they have Joey Bosa. Healthy, yeah. Um, then I th- that does change things. I mean, Derwin James obviously being healthy too does change things as well. But I mean, still at the same time, it just it just seems like the defense just doesn't come doesn't make the plays we expected them to play at the right time. Right. I just uh, I don't know. Like I said, I've just never been able to believe in them all season. I think next year will be this year's a good year to build off of mm-hmm. because no one thought they were going to even make make the playoffs. They fight their way in. They're playing better football. Um, but unfortunately, they're running into what has become a juggernaut of a a team down the stretch here, yeah. and the Jags who just look completely different. Um, I'm gonna ride the Magic, man. I'm going Jags as well. Okay, Antoine, who do you like? I hate to be on the same. Like I hate for all of us to pick the same the same uh, teams every time. But it's just hard not to choose the Jags. Hey, that crowd is gonna be crazy. That environment. Everything's yeah. gonna be banging. It's gonna be. So. It's gonna be. It's an. It's the night game. They're gonna be drunk as hell in Jacksonville. That crowd the other night was insane. So, I mean, I man, it's good. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a really fun game. Yeah, I, uh, I'm gonna pick Jags. I'm thinking. I'm going. I'm going to Jags. Um, I just feel like they have that gritty factor. Yep. And the Chargers have not been. Yeah, you could look at the Jaguars' record and you could judge them off that if you want to. But the last half of this season, they have been extremely fluid. And I don't feel like uh, 
not extremely, but they've been really fluid. Yeah. And I don't feel like the Chargers can say the same thing. Yeah. I think they have better talent right now. Um, but I, I, I think the Jags are going to go in there, and I think they're going to shock a lot of people. Now, once the reason why I do think it's going to be a high scoring game close is because the Chargers are going to have the one thing they didn't have last time they faced against uh, Jacksonville, and it'll be, it will be the X factor for at least for the Chargers. It's going to be Keenan Allen. When it says Keenan Allen's come back, he's been Keenan Allen. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's going to be a big play. But again, I just think Trevor Lawrence, Etn, Evan Ingram. I mean, these guys. This offense is a lot of fun. Yeah, and I'll tell you next year, this offense is going to be a lot of fun to watch. And I hope they get more prime time games. I just think their offense is just going to be a little bit too much for the Chargers. Does this mean that Urban Meyer is the worst head coach of all time in the NFL? So, I mean, uh, I don't think I don't know if I can say bad. the worst of all time. I mean, did survive the season. Three. Tre- Trevor Lawrence looked awful. I mean, you, you, everything that goes into it. I just, think he's right. I think I don't think he's. I think he's right up there, but I mean, when did, at some point, and I I did tend. To, uh, I am, you know, still something from, you know, PMT. I do tend to agree with them that uh, at one point does Urban start taking credit for some of this stuff. <laughs> I don't he, think he ever will. He better I not. He I think he's going to coach at a, at a D2 program. <laughs> I, don't think, I would not even leave Fox for a D2 program. <laughs> yeah. No, I think, I think he's done. Yeah. But, oh, wow. Boy, this is getting ugly fast. Um, All right, next yeah, game. Jump to Sunday. Yeah, jump to Sunday. I mean, we've already talked about it. Bills, Dolphins are the opening game at noon. I Like I said, it comes down to Tua. Right now, Buffalo's a 10.5-point favorite. That kind of makes me think they don't believe Tua's going to play. Um, Mike McDaniel's come out and said that he's not been cleared for any football contact or anything. So I attended, I'm starting to lean. It's Monday. I kind of lean that maybe they do, he doesn't play. Um which then again, let me ask this question real quick. Should the Dolphins start looking at a quarterback for next season? I, I don't think it's crazy. No, I, mean, I agree. So someone did ask me this, and I don't think he's he's in play. But I mean, I mean, if someone asked me if they should be considering Derek Carr. I'm fully in the camp that Miami is keeping their closest eye on the situation in Baltimore with Lamar Jackson. If they can even sniff that Lamar's a free agent, I think they're going to do everything in their their possibility to try to get him to come home. Yeah, as they should. As they, I agree with that. As they should, because they I think should. this offense is a win now offense, mm-hmm. and you throw Lamar Jackson in with that. Oh. But what does it look like though for for players like uh, um, Tyreek and, and Waddle in in, their, in that receiving core? Because a lot of those guys don't like somebody's not getting the ball. If Lamar Jackson is in that offense, because Lamar Jackson is going to run the ball a lot, so you could say that one one player is going to get the ball consistently. It's got bailed out there, right? So what do you? How do you think that's going to work with that dynamic? Well, I think the I mean the first the two they're going to get the ball the most are going to be Waddle and no I mean, for, my for sure, but set up somebody's taking a hit, right? Well, I mean it's I mean it's not going to be Tyreek. It's Tyreke, the running back. It's going to be the running backs that are going to take the most hit. Yeah, I think uh, I mean and really like they don't have a dynamic. Tight end. I mean, Gasecki's okay. He's not Mark Andrews of what Lamar's had. But then again, Lamar would have weapons in Waddle and Hill that he's never had. Yeah. And and uh, at Baltimore. So let's be honest. It, it doesn't matter who is the quarterback. Oh my god. Oh boy. Them dogs. Oh no. Them dogs. That bet's not looking good, boys. Um. I should but, take it all the points. <sighs> okay. Um. 
Either way, it doesn't matter. None of those guys are playing quarterback for the Dolphins this weekend. Nope. So a bill, get, yeah. Bill's big. Um, what do you, um, I think it's going to end up being closer than it than the score will show. Uh, but they'll do just enough. I like. Uh, t- I'm going to go. I'm going to go thirty-one seventeen. I'm going to go thirty-eight fourteen. I just, if. And that's just because I'm basing it. I just don't think uh, Tua's going to play, and I just think that. So, I mean, Skylar Thompson's not it. So, so if Tua does play, is that, that does that change anything? For sure. You guys? Yeah. I mean, it, does that remember, change the score? Look at the game last time they had up in ball, uh, ball, uh, Buffalo with uh, Tua in there. Um, yeah. For me, if Tua plays, then I think that game is. I mean, I go. So again, I would probably I'll give back a score. say maybe thirty-one twenty-eight again. Yeah, I was gonna say I'll give a score based on if Tua plays. If it, if Tua plays, I'm gonna I'm still picking the Bills, but I'm th- I'm gonna give a score of like I'm gonna go thirty-four twenty-eight. Okay. Uh, for the Bills, and if Tua doesn't play, it's like thirty-four fucking this ten. Be, ten yeah. <laughs> this next thirty-four ten. Yeah. This next game's an interesting one. Um. Not a catch. Uh, this is I. I'd be interested to see if anybody picks the upset in this one. Uh, the three uh, thirty game: Giants Vikings. Mm-hmm. Um, we've all said that we. I mean, even I, who picked the NFC, then to be in the NFC championship, uh, I fully believe the Vikings are frauds. Yeah. So I mean, earlier you could just you could say it as like they were a team that just found ways to win, um, and sometimes that's what it takes for you know teams to really make runs. But they have looked not great. The last maybe month, um, I don't know. I would I would say this: the, they just the Vikings, the Giants like two weeks ago. The Vikings are not an elite thirteen and fourteen. No, we, we can no. all agree on that. Right. Yeah. yeah, but I don't feel like. Did I say the Giants? I said the Vikings. Yeah, yeah. Vikings. Yeah, I don't feel like the Giants are anything to say. Okay, they're just gonna knock the Vikings off, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like again we say this all the time. There's a difference maker, and Saquon is great, or he's good. I'm not not saying anything about him, but there is this guy on the Vikings, bro, and he is just as fake as you want to call the Vikings. He's not. He is the Vikings, right? Justin Jefferson got shut down last week. He's uh, that's play, cool. He hasn't played Everybody has their game. Everybody has their game. That's cool. He still had 1,700 yards receiving. You know 1,800. 1,800 yards receiving. Wow. I mean, like, He's, what are we talking about? And I don't feel like there's anybody on the Giants that's just going to shut down Jefferson. No, but, I mean, obviously that's going to be the focal point. Is yeah. 100%. And, Dalvin, and if, and if and Dalvin Cook needs to step up. Then. Yep, Dalvin needs just, to step I up. I just feel like if you look Hawkinson, at this team, going to be a big target. I think Hawkins had a huge game against the Giants With the Vikings yeah. being at home. And, and the Giants have not been in the playoffs in a long time. They don't Be even the know what that right looks here. like. Could, yeah, I, I'm I'm going Vikings. Vikings yeah. are Vikings are not the best team. They're not the best thirteen to fourteen. Good tackle, but they have been battle tested. Tackle. So I'm going to go Vikings. Um, I I'm going to agree. I think the Vikings. I think the Vikings are going to look. They're going to try to because, like I said, they played them a couple weeks ago. Um. And uh, the Giants gave them everything they could handle, mm-hmm. and still came up short. I think the uh, I think the Giants. It will be another close game, but I think the Vikings. It's just going to be too much firepower. I mean, KJ Osborne is starting to come uh, come alive. Um, he's starting to make big plays. I mean, Dalvin's due for a big game. I mean, again, yeah, Justin Jefferson. Uh, you know, he's Justin Jefferson. I mean, he's if they're going to talk about a receiver, who's him? I mean, he is him. 
So, but uh, I think the Vikings are just going to be a little bit too much for the Giants, and uh, I like the Vikings in this. I'm going to say 28-21. Yeah. Uh, I didn't give a score. I'll go I, – I like that score, Philly. That's a good score. Uh, I'll go I'll go 24-17. Uh, Vikings. I like a lot of points in this game. Um, I think Vikings ultimately are going to get the job done. They are frauds. They will be – Caught uh, and exposed in this playoffs, I mean, they but were. but this is not the game. Unfortunately, Daniel Jones has played a lot better. Barkley's had a great comeback year. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of good things to be excited about as a Giants fan. Um, I just think that because of guys like Jefferson, like Osborne coming on strong, Dalvin Cook, um, uh, Hawkinson. Uh, to me, Hawkinson is the X factor in this game. I think he's ultimately going to be the big. I, I would be, wouldn't be surprised if he had eight, eight, ten catches yep. in this game. He's going to be targeted a lot. He had two touchdowns against him last time. There you go, perfect. I, I just think ultimately he, he's exactly what they traded for, and uh, the reason why they win this game. I like, um, I like this thirty. I like it thirty-five twenty-eight. Thirty-five twenty-eight. That's a good game. Uh, the night game: Ravens and Bengals. Uh, Bengals are six and a half points favorite right now. Um, even when Lamar is playing, these two teams are going in two completely different directions. Uh, I like the Bengals in this. I honest, I mean, I six and a half. It's a night game, which makes makes me believe they think Lamar is going to play. I've been thinking they've been holding Lamar out for the playoffs. By the way, he's missed I think almost a month. Yep. So who knows how rusty he is. And again, he wasn't exactly playing great. Oh no, absolutely the, not before the playoffs. The Bengals are playing great. They're coming. They're, they've won eight straight. Uh, they're the hottest team in the AFC right now. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm not saying it's going to get out of hand because the last time they played, I think the score was like 1917. Uh, but I like the Bengals in this. I like them 20, 27, 20. The Bengals should win this game. Um. I heard they uh, didn't like the way everything played out with the end of the season. And I think they have a point to prove that they feel like they are the best team in the AFC. Um, I mean, they're, we're in the playoffs now. They, the defending yeah. champs are here to the, defend no, their belt. No, yeah. no, 100%. But I'm just, I just feel like they're still – I feel like, in my opinion, the Bengals feel like they're not getting enough respect. Right, and I fair. feel like they have a chip on their they shoulder. They came on late. Yeah, you know they came mean? on late, and, yeah. and now we're looking at this team like, oh, shit, this is the team that went to the Super Bowl last year. Yeah. And I, just just looking at all of that, I feel like they have a chip on their shoulder. They have a point to prove. The Ravens are not the team that I feel like is going to give the Bengals a ch- I think they're going to come out there and put on a performance. If Lamar's back, that'll help them. But like you said, he's going to be rusty. He's mm-hmm. not going to look good. He's not going to be in playing shape yep. if he does play. Um so I, I, there's no way I'm not picking the Bengals, bro. The Bengals are serious. They have more talent. Uh, Bengals. And I'm going to go – did you do a score already? Yeah, I said 27-20. 27-20. I, I'll go Bengals. It wouldn't be surprising me if it's 34 – 34-20. I'll do that. I, I put that in even as like – I'm just saying that if they have Lamar uh, – I put that as a score. If they don't have Lamar, then thirty four twenty. I mean, thirty four twenty is a good score. It might even be thirty four seventeen. Yeah, I was um, gonna. I, I just feel like the Bengals are too much. Yeah, they have a point to prove, and that's a scary thing. Yeah, when you have a team that's good and they're pissed off, and they have a point to prove. Yeah, and they're playing boom. the best football. 
Yep. The only They're other team, the right only other team that's playing better football is unfortunately the team they were going to play last Monday. Yeah. Here's the deal. I don't care who the quarterback is for the Ravens this weekend. Uh, everything you said, the Bengals are the better team. Um, they're a hotter team. Everything's gone going right for them. Ravens are the complete opposite. Where I think they're lucky to be here. Um, the fact that they were able to keep it together it shows how good of a coach Harbaugh is. But they haven't been right for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andrews has been an absolute mess. You don't even know half the receivers on this team. It's crazy. That, really, it's been the running game is the only thing that's kept them alive. Yeah, they haven't and, had and Dobbins coming back and being a freaking stud. Yep. Um, I mean, there's just there's a lot of things, but no, this is this is it for them. <gasps> How do you Beautiful. get that wide open? Beautiful. Oh my god, what a move! Um, oh wow, everything is just going against them in this aspect. Uh, I like the Bengals. I like them big. Yep. Um, I'm gonna go. Um, I am going to go thirty-one ten. Damn. That's a, that, hey, yeah. Again, I'm not. If Lamar's not playing, I mean, I forget that scores Lamar's playing because he can take time off clock. If Lamar's not playing, you guys are both right. This game is not going to be close at all. I mean, the, the Bengals. Even are if win- Lamar's playing, though, bro. I mean, well, Lamar. The problem played. is, is you, Lamar's run, running ability. It's just they're gonna. It's gonna be. He can still do damage on the ground, and they can still take, you know, chunk out of the clock of possession. And I just think the Bengals in the game will take full advantage of all their possessions. So, but if if it's Huntley, or it's definitely gonna be Anthony Brown. So if it's just Huntley, it's still not gonna be close. So, yeah. which by the way, I think if that's how things go, that would set up the Bills and Bengals for a second round matchup. Wow. To go to the AFC Championship, which Nasty. I believe now, if they play, is that going to be a neutral site game? No, I think it's just the AFC Championship. Okay, yep. so then it would be in it would be in Buffalo. Then. Every team has to be so pissed off about that. Well, the Bengals, the the Bengals, the one thing is the Bengals had should be pissed about it because in that game, the Bengals were on offense at least were having their way. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, uh. Now they're going to prove gonna be an interesting it. Year. I agree. 100%. Now they're going to prove year. it. That's why I'm yeah. like, it's scary when you have a team as good as the Bengals mm-hmm. pissed off and yeah. ready to prove something. They're not taking shit lightly. No. So. And we have one final game. Yep. Monday Night Football. Cowboys. Bucks. Yep. And Woo Boy, have I thought about this one? Hey, a couple things. One, um, went to the first game of the season. It's Cowboy Bucks, right? Buck got, Bucks got the job done. looked uh, looked really good. That defense was was, defense looked really was, was really stout. Offensively, yeah, you looked like oh boy, like gotta gotta figure that out, guys. Um, but um, very different team since then. Um, I'm telling you right now. Obviously, I'm watching a lot of these ga- a lot of these Bucks games just because of Brady. This team just. They're not very good. No, they've never been able to flip that switch and get things going. Um, you know, I know it's playoff Brady, all those things. Never lost to the Cowboys. There's a lot of things that go into this at home. They got uh, you know Bucks at home um, against a Cowboys team that is, I would say, self exploding, um, but have some issues. They right? might be eroding. Dak da- da- Dak is not looking great, making some really poor plays. They're How never- much low key do you love it? 
Oh, I love it. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, there's it's there's nothing that would make me happier than, than the Bucks to win this game on Monday. Um, no, for sure. Uh, but I just, dude, Cowboys at times this season just showed that they could do it on both sides of the ball. Defensively looked very stout at times. Key turnovers and big games. Um, and the two-headed monster running the football. Whether Dak is on or not, I think those two backs will will wear down this Bucks defense. And fortunately, I got to go to the Cowboys on this. Um, oh, by the way, there's a guy wearing 88 who's playing. Well, incredible. CD Lamb has shown what a freaking move they made by getting rid of Cooper. Now, Grant and Cooper had a, a pretty he, good uh, year. Sneaky, and all good, mm-hmm. really good yeah. year, especially uh, toward the end. But showed that hey, CD can be the the number one. Yeah, and get it done. And that's what he's done. And um, but yeah, dude, too much firepower for the Cowboys. Bucks, man. If you showed me anything, uh, I think I could I could take you here, but I, I just can't. So I'm going Cowboys. I just this has all the feelings of like a sixteen thirteen game. We're both off. The defenses both show up, and the offenses can't do anything. So that's when I got to rely on who the guy is, and it just there's one guy just can't bet against and i so i uh i i gotta take the bucks in this one i, 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 I trust me they're not no Damn never do i ever want to take the <laughs> cowboys just, just Damn it, Philly. i was trying to but I, was like, I didn't want to interrupt you i was i was just about to say <laughs> i was i was literally just about to say don't you dare preston i 100 percent agree with you the Cowboys are the better team. They they have every weapon to be elite. They have every weapon to be successful in the playoffs. But for some reason, they do the same shit every year, especially around the playoffs, where they can't figure it out. They can't put it together. They play their worst football towards the end of the year right? and until the playoffs. I'm just telling you guys. And I'm just waiting to look at the game yeah. this Monday. And look on that sideline before the game starts and just see that fucking that 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 Tom Brady not smirk, what would you call it? Just that just that look. Just that snarl. Yeah, it's just that, no- it's yeah. that, that snarl where he's just yeah. he's just so pissed off. Everybody's telling him he's old. If you think that seven time Super Bowl champion, aka the GOAT, isn't gonna go out there and put on a performance, I don't give a fuck if it's a long scoring game. Yeah. If you think there's not going to be a moment where he's going to show this is why I'm Tom Brady, you're tripping. I know. And I guarantee, and I just know I agree with Philly. I think it's going to be. I don't think it's going to be a high scoring game, but I would say I would give it closer to like I think I'm going to go 21, like 18, something like that. Yeah. I'm going Bucks, bro. Here's the deal. I'm going Bucks. Obviously, look. I mean, we should all be going Bucks right now because oh man. I just my thing. I, I, I gotta say, I gotta stay in my line. I don't want to be different. I, I don't want to. No, you stay with your pick. You stay, stay with your pick. pick. I, I obviously, totally did. obviously, you know, I want to take the Bucks. Obviously, that's what I want to do. But I just, guys, I watched this Bucks team a lot this year, and they're just not good at the game of football. Playoffs I, are different. I don't bro. know why. I, I do. And if they had been freaking just storming into the playoffs right now. Despite everything else that happened, I'd be like, oh, dude, anything can happen. Brady, da 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 da. Dude, I mean, there's times that this offense is so stagnant, it's painful to watch. How many times out of 10 would you take Tom Brady over Dave Prescott? How many times would I take? <laughs> out of 10. That seems like a. Out of 10. 10 just, out of 10. Yeah. 10 out of 10. <laughs> yeah. Of course, exactly. That's what I'm saying, bro. It's like. 
I will say this. It's going to come down to Dak's play. Yeah. It's going to come down to Dak and Brady. Yeah. I guarantee you. I think it's going to come really down to that defensive front for Dallas versus that offensive front for Tampa Bay. Because, I, I mean, if the if that with, with – um, oh, my gosh, Parsons with Micah and that pass rush, if they get constant pass rush on Tom – that's going to make things really tough. It's going to be a long day. It yeah. is going to be a long He's day. He's going to throw over under 48 passes. Who? Brady. Under 48. Well, oh. I'm going to say over. I'm going to take the I'm going to say, say right around. I was going to say that might be a little right around 48. Little high to put that mark. That's a lot I'll of passes. i 46 maybe. I was yes. 48 in the second half. But I'm taking the over. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't think they're going to be able to run the ball. Yeah, I don't either. I don't think Fournette's, Fournette or White are going to – I mean, Fournette, they're both going to do most of the damage in the pass game. Yeah. Nope, and that's what this team's built on. Um, but, man, I'm telling you, they just haven't had that same explosiveness that we've seen where they just never got it going. The best thing that ever happened, or best thing that's happened this year offensively was the, uh, was the Mike Evans game a couple weeks ago, and that was because the dumbest defense I've ever seen. You get a guy continue to get beat you deep, and you just don't put a safety over him. Like, I don't understand that at all. That's that's defensive problems, not not because the – uh, Bucks were just exploding so well. Well, it's, it was the one. It's one of the few games that Tom's gotten more than like. Oh no, a he, he had some time to throw. to throw. Yeah, absolutely. And I just, I, I, can't, I can't believe in that offensive line now. At this point, I don't think you get necessarily your your team is trending upward on the offensive line this time of year. I think if anything, you are who you are, and they are not a very good team. So. Uh, dude, trust me, I'll be rooting my ass off for the Bucks, but I, I still got to stay with the Cowboys. So I just, you know, I think to be honest, if you were going to ask either team, like who would they rather have had, I, I guarantee both teams would have said they would have had someone else than each other. Oh yeah, like the Bucks would have rather have had the Giants, or uh, was it a, uh, or the uh, Cowboys would have rather have had uh, Minnesota. Minnesota, yep. Oh, they really? Would, they would be fiending for Minnesota. Yeah. Oof. Of course, the Cowboys want the or Seahawks. Those Seahawks in there too. Yeah, see, yeah, true. This, they would probably rather both rather have Seahawks. Anyway, so. great first, great first round. There's mm-hmm. there's some really cool games in this. Um, I, I do believe that things got it right. This is where I hate having to admit stuff, but I will say that Antoine was right about some things here, including I do believe the Chiefs are the best team in the AFC. That's right. Um, oh, I thought you were about to bring up the Kingsbury situation. Oh, no. I was uh, giving you some props here because uh, Chiefs just seem to be that freaking team, man. They, they've they figured it out. They're exploding on uh, offense. Um, you called them earlier in the year, though. Well, no, I, no, I know, but this is where I'm going to say it, the reason why is because they have the MVP on their team and Patrick Mahomes – who continues to be Patrick Mahomes and do what he does. He plays with the team, you know, the defense that he, he who he's playing against. Um, not saying that I, I'm thinking that they're running all the way with this, but right now they're playing their best football. They're looking really good. This whole McKinnon, um, well, Mahomes thing. Well, the Pacheco. Well, Pacheco too, running. running the football. Yeah. But what this connection that yeah. he has with him. I mean, I think he's gone like six or seven games in a row with a receiving touchdown. Yeah. I mean, he's an absolute weapon down there. I mean, it, it just is what it is, man. They continue to do what they do. Um, but, yeah, definitely the best uh, best team in the AFC, in my opinion. I'm still riding either Bengals or Bills. 
Yeah, and, hey, and that's fine. I, you know, obviously, I'll be cheering for the Bills. Um, that, that that's who I'm taking in the AFC. Um, I, I want them. I want to see them ride it, grind this out, and and win the AFC. That'd be my fan pick. Uh, but I I just gotta admit it that I think right now the best team is the Chiefs. I just I think I as a I mean offensively, I, I mean the Bills' offense is still playing at a very high level. I just don't know. I I think as a team, I just still don't think Chiefs' defense is better than the other two's. But I mean that front set the front four because that's what they're going to have to rely on. Because if Chris Jones yeah. and that front four aren't getting pressure, then that secondary sucks. I mean, that they, they are wow. that secondary isn't very good. <laughs> this boy's cooking. Yeah. Wow. Um, he that's might where it's where his game. that's where I do agree <laughs> with you. Is that I think the Chiefs is are missing a key play a key player defensively. I know what Jones can do and all mm-hmm. that, a game sure. wrecker and oh, all yeah. that. I totally respect that. But I just think there's something missing there to where they're going to get one of these games, whether it's against the Bengals, whether it's against uh, the Bills, where they're not going to be able to make that key play to, to keep them in a game or yeah. to you know to finish it off and all that. So that's where I think things are a little iffy. Now, the I, only think, chance- I, think we're getting what, I think we're getting what we want to see, though. Oh yeah! Like if you 100%. look at this AFC, there we have literally we, we barely have talked about the NFC. First off, well, it's because but I think, I think, but I think we, the three best teams in in you know the Eagles too. I guess if you want to say in football, because mm-hmm. that's what I was about to say. I think the matchups we want to see is either Chiefs, Bengals, Bills, Bengals, um, Chiefs, Bills. Right? Yeah. Those are the matchups that we want to see, and we're going to get a chance oh, to to see one of those matchups. It's definitely coming down to those. I think they all have their weak points. I think if you look at the Bengals, highly offensive, offensive is, offense is crazy. Mm-hmm. Same thing with the Bills. I think both of those teams have more talent on the offense than um, Patrick Mahomes, but I think Patrick Mahomes has just been that good this year. We've had and to be. It's, it's, it's crazy to say this. Patrick Mahomes had 5,200 yards and – 41 tutties. Shit, last year he had 4,800 yards and 40 tutties, and they talking about he had a down year. Like, right. it's so nuts that we expect him to play the way he's played this year every year to where you could have a year like that last year and still have. So I'm just I'm just saying that all to say that he is the difference maker on that team. Well, sure. Right? He for sure is a difference maker on that team. He's not playing with the best of the best players like, you know, the Allen Diggs uh, connection in the in – the, in the, Borough chase connection, but he's making work what he with what he has. The last time you've seen somebody do something like this is like Tom Brady, um, and I'm and I'm saying that in a sense like he Tom Brady didn't have like now I will number say, one receivers. I, I agree. So, he has to be. I mean, the Chiefs have to be. Well, one thing is the Chiefs. Oh, don't forget are, Kelsey. I'm so sorry. Uh, one sorry, thing is the uh, Chiefs are gonna ha- are. I mean, I will say the Chiefs are gonna have their handful, whether it's the Chargers or the. Uh, uh, Jaguars that come Absolutely. out of that game. Absolutely, because I, mean, I think both those offenses, and I mean, I think the Jaguars are better than when they played the uh, Chiefs. Uh, I say it was about a month and a half ago, and I, the Chargers are giving the Chiefs tough games each time. Yeah. Now I will say I do think that they're going to be huge uh, Bengals fans going forward, especially if they play the Bills, because if they get the Bills or if they get the Bengals, then they play an Arrowhead. If they play the Bills, they have to play on a neutral site. Is that I think that's right. Yeah. Since they both had the same right. losses. Yeah. Now, now, and, and both and these yeah. teams also. Uh-huh. Yeah. I miss that. And these teams also have to 
get through their get through their games. Oh as well. sure, Absolutely. I know we're looking ahead and we expect these teams to be there, but they have to get through their games. Mm-hmm. I think uh, the one thing I'm loving about the playoffs, is I don't feel like there's any team that we can say is just like unbeatable. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. I feel like we have those yeah, teams yeah. where we're like, bro, there's no way that team's going not going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I don't think we can say that. No. We have yeah. we have teams that we think are really good. Um, obviously, that we named the three in the AFC. Then we have the Eagles and what other two in the Niners. NFC? Niners, Niners and and who else? Just the Niners. <laughs> just the Niners. Right? NFC is kind of doodle juice, huh? I mean, it's it's not. I mean, they're they're just solid, but it's just not anything. Because here's the thing: you look at look at the quarterbacks real quick in the in the NFC. You have Jalen Hurts, you have Brock Purdy, you have Kirk Cousins, you have Dak Prescott, you have Tom Brady, you got Geno Smith, uh, you've got Daniel Jones, and then oh, that's it. Look at the AFC: you have Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, Lawrence. Uh, Justin Herbert, you've got uh, possibly Tua, possibly Lamar, I mean, possibly Tua, and possibly Lamar. That's insane. crazy. Yeah. Insane, that is bro. insane. Insane. It's showing you why this is such a quarterback-driven <laughs> league now, to where the the key. Oh, oh was it never a quarterback-driven league? Well, I think now, but more than ever, because now it's like these young quarterbacks are hopping it on these teams and taking them to that next level yeah. instantly. You know, Justin Herbert, what three years? Tua, yeah. what three years? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, of course, Burrow, three years. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, it's like literally we're seeing these guys take their teams from not just a, um, not just to the playoffs, but being able to be like, wow, th- that team could if they stay together, they could be around for a while. Because let's not forget, like I know we're kind of saying, well, Miami could be you know run into another quarterback for a minute. We were talking about how amazing Tua was. Mm-hmm. And how? Oh, what, okay. They do have their guy, and you know the system well, a, is working. That is another fair question. I mean, is it? I mean, with that Miami thing, is it Tua and Lamar, and then that's it? I mean, do you look at Tua first to check on his health, and then you eye a quarterback, or do you eye a quarterback now because you're just not sure about going forward with Tua? Right. So I, I mean, they they can't waste Waddle and Hill. No. Um, so you got to have a uh, you know a guy in there and Bridgewater and. Uh, Skyler are not the answer. No. <laughs> so you obviously have to find someone else. Um, but, yeah, I mean, th- there's a lot of questions there. It's just the quarterbacks now in the AFC are just so stacked where you have to ha- figure it out now because you're going to have to win 11 games a year to be considered into the playoff picture going forward with all these quarterbacks. Let me ask you this. Jets, should the Jets right now be calling the Raiders and seeing – about Derek Carr. Oh, you have to. Hell I mean, yeah. any of these. I'm thinking any quarterback that's on the table that's worth a damn. I mean, you, you think you gotta make a run at it? I mean, he has to be the. I mean, right now. I mean, who? I mean, who else? Would the they only be? thing I was thinking. I, I started playing with this idea. I, I don't know how. I heard one little thing about it, but like Matt Stafford um, with the concerns of the injury and mm-hmm. all this stuff. If if there's something there where the Rams, you know, they could be. Keep going and complete. It's hard to say rebuild because they don't have anything to uh, mortgage to build for oh, the future because yeah. they've already mortgaged everything away. They would have to start trading. Uh, but it's trading people because I'm thinking if Sean McVay leaves and you got a new quarterback co- or a new coach coming in, it's like, do you really want to start your new career with you know maybe a uh, a beat up um, Matt, Matt Stafford. Stafford who 
you know, we're not really sure where he's at. And he's always saying he's playing, but it's like, is it a time for him to maybe start uh, kind of looking to being a Brady and yeah. kind of ring chasing? One, one thing we haven't talked about on the Derek Carr situation is there's a guy that went over there specifically to play with Derek Carr. Yeah. And that's Devontae Adams. Yeah. yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised because you, you heard him. He back, he's backing this guy as sure. he would, as the best friend should. It would be it would be interesting. I'm just saying. I know it's probably not going to happen. It would be interesting. It interesting to see what's going to happen with that situation because we also said. I also heard that Josh Jacobs is probably not going to sign. No, that's yet. what I. That's, that's I, fair, I think yeah. he's gone. I so mean, Josh Jacobs. Not this. Not this past weekend. Off. Two weekends ago, bro. He was. I mean, he he sounded. He like, is after the 49ers game. He was done. It's so that, that puts the Raiders in what a rebuild situation. If you get rid of Carr, you get rid of Jacobs. Are they keeping Waller? Oh no, they were trying to trade Waller before the season. Exactly. Yeah. So you're you're putting Devontae Adams in a in a in a rebuild situation. He's not gonna want to be a part of that. He wants to win now. He's you know, thirty. All this no, is that's his me, fault for leaving. After True. last night's game, listening to Aaron Rodgers talk, if I'm Green Bay, I'm like, why don't you go ahead and speed up that answer? And then I might be calling uh, Vegas and say, like, how about we do this? And then I'd be like, Devontae? Would you like to come home? Because yeah. Alan Lazard has already Alan Lazard's made it clear, I guess, last night that he's not coming back. Yeah. Alan Lazard, they say, it's pretty much said that he's going to be looking to move on. So, hey, look, I'm just, I'm just saying, Devontae Adams, you always he, got no, a home. He, you always got a home in Chicago. Everybody After knew everything you've done to us. Everyone I, I, I knew why Devontae went to Vegas, and it was because of Derek Carr. Hundred percent. And then they did, and you know. And everything, all these pieces falling from around him, bro. Like, I remember I was saying I felt like Josh Jacobs was going to ball out this year. It was his contract year. I said at the beginning of the year, which is one reason I picked the Raiders to win that division. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But um, obviously that didn't happen. But he still balled out this year. Yeah. And it's just like, man, it's just so much. It's so much going on and there's so much drama. There's no way. There's no way Devontae Adams is going to stay there. You know the oddest thing watching that Raiders Chiefs game is, I mean, it it was nothing for the really for the Chiefs. I mean, for I mean the Chiefs win, you know, or lose, then it gets interesting. But for the Raiders, they had nothing. I kept thinking the whole time while I'm watching that, I'm like, you know, if Derek Carr, Carr played in this game, this might be a little bit closer. Oh yeah, because they had no respect for Jarrett Stidham's passing game. And again, and, th- and I will say this, I don't know how the Niners let him throw all over them. Unless it's just because they're saying they didn't have any tape on him. Yeah, I think that's part because of it. Because he, after watching him against the Chiefs, who I don't believe is a better defense than the Niners, I'm just like, I don't know how you guys didn't end up with like 12 sacks in that game. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. Um, ultimately, man, uh, we've got a lot of good football ahead of us, mm-hmm. not just this year, but for years to come. Yeah, because of a lot of these young talent. But yeah, I am really excited to see how this first round matches up and. Uh, yeah, where we go from there, but should be good. Well, before you guys move, how are you guys feeling about this game right now? Well, George is looking like the better team. It's seventeen seven right now. TCU responded after going down ten zero. Felt really good for a second. Uh, problem is, I'm not banking on TCU making all these mistakes defensively and leaving guys wide open. That can't happen. So, uh, yeah, they, they need a, a three and out here, which would be fantastic. That's not going to happen, so wow. we'll see that. But they are going to need a punt here uh, to get back in this and show show why they belong. They cannot get down 24-7. No, 24-7, this game could be lights out. Yep. So, 
Um, need a big stop here. That's all I can say. And everyone keeps falling for the play action, which I, I would be making them. Now you're flipping it to like, all right, you have to run. Uh, I'm just like, just go hit, just hit sets and Bennett. Just go hit, hit him every time. Yeah. Because and they're getting once no again, they rush. fell again for the play action. This and there's Brock Bowers. Bro, yeah. Bowers is a monster. No, dude. he's a monster. I told you guys. Golly, yeah, disgusting. <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and switch to entertainment. Sam, you wanted to talk about a couple things. Yeah, watched a couple movies this weekend. One was uh, streaming, and one was on a uh, was a theater. Uh, theater one uh, was the big release this weekend. Megan, the new uh, Bloomhouse James Wan uh, produced uh, horror. You know. AI movie it was there's so much stupid stuff in it so ridiculous and it was just so much fun like I mean if you watched it with like you didn't have to be a full theater but watch it with a half full theater you're just having a great time and they really relate they really lean into the ridiculousness which I can always appreciate with horror movies (laughs) I mean they used to do that back in the 80s which makes so much those like cheesy 80 horror movies so classic um it, it was. It was just a lot of fun. It was a lot better than I expected it to be. Um, I think I went with it. I went a 3.8 out of 5 because just some of it is just so ridiculous. Um, but it was a it was a great time of theater. I had a lot of fun with it. It's uh, It was a perfect time to come out too I mean, because really January doesn't have a whole lot of releases. So to get a fun uh, horror movie in the opening month is great. Um, and then the second movie I watched, the streaming one, Actually, it was, I watched it first, but I watched the new Christian Bale movie on uh, Netflix, mm. The Pale Blue Eye. Um, uh, he's uh, working again with Scott Cooper, who he worked with on uh, Out of the Furnace and Hostiles. Uh, it's uh, based off – I can't remember the author's name, but book. But it's based in, I think, the late 1800s or early 1900s. Uh, he plays a detective that's assigned to a murder at West Point Academy. And he enlists the help of a cadet named Edgar Allan Poe hmm. to help him uh, try to solve the case. And it's it's a slow it's a slow burn movie. It's a kind of procedural like drama or thriller. Um, but I enjoyed it. I mean, Christian Bale. It's hard not to enjoy a Christian Bale movie. Uh, he he does a great job. The guy who his name's Harry Melling plays uh, Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah, uh, he's actually kind of seals the show because he's I mean really good in it. Um, I don't know. They just don't make adult thrillers kind of like this anymore, like they did like in the '90s. So it was kind of nice to have you know watch one of those again. I th- obviously it's over two hours, so they could trim some time off of it. But I went 3.7 off it because they had some good twists in it. Um, but it was an enjoyable movie. I mean, for a streaming movie on a Friday night to just relax and watch, it was good. Good. Now there's been a lot of good things out lately, and uh, I mean, obviously, kicking off the year strong with with some of these things coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I did want to mention, it's not necessarily new out, but something that I was getting into was uh, I hadn't even heard about it until yesterday. What? But under the banner of, of heaven. Oh yeah, on Hulu. Uh, on Hulu, um, I started it. Almost almost finished with episode one. Was getting too tired. I was like, I don't want to fall asleep during this, so I went ahead and uh, cut it. Uh, but off to a good start. It has a. I saw someone else say this. So I'm, I'm not going to steal it, but just saying it has a lot of True Detective season That's one what vibes. I was gonna exact, exactly. Say um, it, it does have those vibes. It, so I'm really enjoying it so far, and uh, like to see where it goes. But um, watch that, and then I uh, also the menu on HBO. Uh, watch, uh, check that out, and it was it was really good. Very very different feel. 
Yeah. Um, and I like, oh, they popped him good. I uh, really liked it. Just thought it was very creative the way they did everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, yeah. I, I would say probably like a, for me, uh, pro- probably just barely missed to get into a four star out of five. I, I'd say like a three eight. I think I was, was with was that. Good. I went about three. I actually, and I may have gone a four at, on it too. I I I thought the performance was really good, mm-hmm. mainly from the uh, from Ray Fines and then the. Uh, Anja Taylor Joy, I thought it was kind of funny, and somehow they handled uh, some of the uh, social stuff with money and uh, you know fame and all that. Uh-huh. Um, but it was, I agree with you, it was an enjoyable movie. Um, probably one of the better, probably it would definitely be one of the better ones I saw. Or, you know, why well, I didn't watch it in twenty two, but it came out in twenty two. So yeah, yeah, I agree with you, hundred percent on that. And you finally watched Gray Man. I did watch a Gray Man. Yeah, it was a. Uh Pretty damn pretty fun. Good. It was pretty fun, man. I liked it a lot. Um, action in it was crazy. Yep. Uh, I loved. Uh, I thought the last fight scene was kind of trash. Really? It was good. Thought- it was good, but I feel like it was just like one sided. Until he pulled out. Was it until he pulled out the knife? knife. Yeah, yeah, until he pulled out the knife he and was kind of getting work. his ass. That's why I thought it was kind of whack because I thought it would be more like they had all this build up to that moment. And in that moment, it was just like we had to take a look at Chris it. Evans was catching them paws. Yeah, he was. <laughs> and he couldn't do anything about it. Then he pulls out a knife. He gets a few little things, and then I just wish it would have been a bigger. I I like it because clash. here's here's Chris Evans who thinks he is he is the he literally told me he's like I'm better than you. Man, like, my God! Like he literally went I mean, up to like him George and, is doing right now to TCU. Yeah, it's basically what Ryan Gosling did. Ryan Gosling did to Chris Evans, bro. <laughs> uh, but no, he literally told him right before that. He goes, I, I, you know what I think? I'm better than you. And I think- he, he constantly, the cockiness and uh, just the calm and cool demeanor by Ryan Gosling. And then, he, yeah, he fucking worked it. What a and play I, 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 just feel, I just wish it would have, uh, the end result to that would have been different. I don't want to say it because people haven't seen it, but I wish the end result to that would have been different. I agree with that. I do agree with that one That's point. I wish they would just let. Let him, them let, let them handle. Off. Yeah, exactly. So, um, well, and then of course that char- that character that ended up doing that was pretty annoying in that movie. Yeah, but uh, overall, that was I. I actually watched that because they put it out a week before it came out uh, on Netflix in the theater, and I went and saw the big screen. It was definitely built for the big screen. No, it was a good movie, dude. It was a good movie. So I'm hoping. I'm hoping there has they, to be. There will be. I'm hoping two. they make. They they said there's the sequels in development. I'm hoping they can with that. Be. So has to be. Yeah, oh, that, that it was, was good, a, man. A I, fun movie. I was really impressed with it as well. But uh well, you guys got anything else you want to add before we get out of here? Uh, you know, I'm watching this Dolphins move Todd Munkin. Maybe he. I wish you might need to give him a call. Right, new head coach at Oklahoma State. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that does it for us here tonight. Uh, appreciate you guys listening. First episode of 2023. A lot, uh, lot to come this year, so thank you for uh, sticking with us, um, and uh, just expect a lot more to come. Yep. Well, I've got, we've got some plans and things that we want to add and do all that, So, but we're always listening for new suggestions, so make sure you follow us on social media, uh, give us a shout out, let us know what you're thinking, and all that, and uh, we're on Instagram and Twitter at your mom's favorite threesome. So make sure you just get us on there, and uh, we'll go go from there. But otherwise, you guys have a great week. We'll talk at you later. Chitty, chitty, bang, bang. See you guys.